Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're talking about minute 105 of Suicide Squad, which is going to start with Deadshot talking to Diablo about the situation. And then the minute's going to end with Rick Flagg explaining what their first attack is going to look like um, as they have now entered the throne of Enchantress. I don't think that's the actual name of this area. It's an altar. I think it's an altar. I'm calling it an altar. It's an altar. They're in a church. No, they're in a subway station. They are now in her church. Okay. Does that make sense? This is... um, The design of... um, enchantress's altar church throne room this final boss area this looks like a mortal combat um uh stage level stage stage because uh in in mortal combat they always have like outworld invading earth realm um and and stuff like that and it always seems to like take place in subways and stuff like that and you always have some like rift that's you know allowing these ethereal demons to show up and stuff like that. And 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 this looks like that. This looks like what would be a, a Mortal Kombat stage. This looks like it could be an Injustice stage. Um, I know they, they brought Enchantress as a DLC character in Injustice 2. They could do that in Injustice 3 where they would make our, her part of the story. I don't know the Tom Taylor books that well, um, but maybe you do. Me? No, I don't. <laughs> The Injustice story? Um, oh, I wonder. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I do. I know that. Like, does Enchantress okay. ever become a thing in, in that? Oh no, she wasn't. Oh in wait, at all. all those Injustice books take place after or before Injustice Two, so it wouldn't even yeah. matter. Yeah, I mean, they take place before Injustice One, even. Yeah, no, it's cool about the books because each volume was like a different uh, year. Yeah, it was a different year, but it was also a different. Um, I don't know what it is. It's not genre, so you know. Um, it's like the first one was the normal thing, like street level. Second mm-hmm. one was space. Green Lantern was heavily involved in it and stuff like that. Third one was like magic. Constantine and stuff was heavily involved in it. Fourth one was all like gods and stuff, mythology and Zeus and uh, yeah. Mascara and stuff was all yeah. in it. They were really, really cool, guys. Yeah, the Injustice storyline is really cool. If you guys like the DC Cinematic Universe and you guys want other cool, crazy stories uh, that take liberties with your uh, favorite DC characters, I cannot recommend Injustice enough. Uh, whether you read the books or play the video games or do both, um, or even go on YouTube and watch the cutscenes from the video game, um, go check out that that universe, that alter universe of DC Comics. It's really, really cool. It's got a lot of good stuff. Um, and then join the Cinematic Minute listener group and talk about it with us there because we love to talk about it. Um, but it starts with this minute's going to start with Deadshot talking to Diablo, um, asking if Diablo will fight with them. Um, I, does he say, what, can you, can you scrub it back real quick? What does yeah. he say? You're going to fight, you're going to fight with us. Just like, okay, I got it. Yeah. I thought it, I didn't know if he was like saying like, hey, oh, cause they don't know it's a, his final form or whatever. So yeah, they don't know about that. Um, and it, it's kind of weird to ask him that question because he's here. <laughs> Yeah, like he, yeah. I was thinking that li- literally that same thing. I was like, "Well, he's here, you know." So yeah, I mean, he's what here. Is, if he wasn't gonna fight, then he should have just been like, "All right, dude, just keep on, go home." Yeah. Um, like maybe if he just had like a gun on him, and they're like, "Are you gonna like fight, fight with us? Like, are you gonna, 
use your powers or are you still like, mm. like yeah i thought he was like i, I thought he was going like, to mention like maybe he's like being. oh like i won't use like if he was in a position where he was like oh i'm not gonna use my fire powers but i will try to help you guys as much as i can and this then 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 that question would make a little more sense where he's like no are you going to fight with us like are you going to use your powers are you going to mm-hmm. like stop being um so held back and and, and like let loose and um and he, that's where uh diablo says what if i lose control and then deadshot says then we will have a chance which like you said nate we don't um even know about diablo's final form yet mm-hmm. um if you're seeing the movie for the first time and um I think that that's great because we're like us as the audience are just going, eh, if he loses control, what's he going to do? Just set the whole place on fire? Like his house with his wife and kids in it? Yeah, but that was him losing control. Yeah. And, and so what's great about Diablo is that they didn't ruin that. They didn't do that. I guess that when we're talking about the trailers and like what could have been a spoiler, like this is probably the biggest spoiler of the whole movie is Diablo's final form. Did they show that in the trailer? No. Oh, okay. and I'm saying that's like that's something that I could have probably been like, "Yep, I would have been upset if I had seen that in the trailer." Yeah. Like Diablo just being like full demon mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's it's kind of like an X Men moment where they're like, "Oh, what if I lose control?" And it's like, "No, lose control." <laughs> so um, just play play Eminem. Play Missy Elliott. Eminem has a song called "Lose Control." Doesn't Missy Elliott too? Um, LL Cool J has Control Myself. No, not the song I'm thinking about. Um, but yeah, we're here. We're here in the throne room. Um, it looks crazy. It looks cool. Um, but um, there was this big. Um, you just called it splatter. I thought it was like a. It's like an Iron Throne type thing. Yeah, it kind of looks like a little throne thing, mm-hmm. right? Where it has like a a fan made out of the melted material that incubus leaves behind whenever he uses his powers um and you have enchantress and you have the two like like royal guards that guard her like you had those guys still there i didn't see them can you go back um they're right behind her right there but if i go here um you'll see her doing her magic stuff Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, big guys. Yeah, huge guys. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever we'll ever see them in combat. No, like I don't know if that was ever a thing. I don't know if it was planned for them to be. But they have, like giant staffs too. Yeah, it would be kind of cool to fight those guys. Like that looks like straight out of an anime. Like mm-hmm. they would have weapons like that, like fighting giant samurai. Almost reminds me like it could have been like in Sucker Punch, where Baby Doll fights like the giant samurais and yeah. stuff. Like that would have been cool. Um, but yeah, the, the team, they post up behind these pillars as they watch Enchantress do her thing. And, um, it's a good moment. There's a lot of good stuff happening in this. Trying to be sneaky. Yeah. I think that for, you know, the quips are working. Like the jokes that they have are, are funny. Like I, I enjoy hearing them. I enjoy Margot Robbie, the way she delivers the line. Like, does anyone else see this? crazy trippy magic stuff i like that line yeah just because the, like i said way back in the beginning of this this movie introduces magic into this dc cinematic universe so her being able to say hey everyone else is seeing this trippy magic stuff that's mm-hmm. literally talking to the audience like hey you guys are seeing this magic that we haven't explained yet in this universe yet here it is this is it guys 
magic exists. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the biggest thing that you liked about this movie was the introduction of magic, and this is it. And and it's really cool that Harley Quinn, a person who is just like a human, mm-hmm. and 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 they're not used to seeing this or even aliens and, and stuff like that. Like this is magic at work, and and it's really cool that she says that and says it in a way that's that it's comical and that we laugh but learn at the same time uh it's it, i like the way she delivers that line laughing and, and learning at the same time like comedy traffic school <laughs> it sounds like very poor investment um but yeah and then and then when they say yes and she answers like or they say yeah why and she says, I'm off my meds. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the Harley Quinn. Like if, if Harley Quinn wasn't as big as a character and she was reduced to a small role, mm-hmm. that would be like the Harley Quinn where I'd be like, she's the, cra- she's like, she's actually the only crazy one. Like mm-hmm. she is a crazy person. Yeah. Um, she's a medicated, like, you yeah. Know, put her in a straight jacket. Yeah. Kind of she is that one where it's like, I'm off my meds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I like that. I like it very, it very much fits her character. And I think, I think I wouldn't, f- it's hard to say, but I enjoy like if, if she was given a smaller role and, and, and made static like that to being that crazy one, um, that I could, I could do with that. That'd, that'd be kind of cool. I'm trying to think like there was, um, you know how they had like street sharks? Yes. I know exactly what street sharks was. Um, and then there was a, di- there was a dinosaur one. Mm-hmm. And then I think there was also a dog version of that. So you had gargoyles, you had street sharks, you had the dinosaur ones, which I don't know. I can't remember. Dinosaur ones, they were on like roller skates and they had like hockey sticks and stuff. And there was one that had like a metal jaw, right? Mm-hmm. But then there, wasn't there one, like a raptor who was like in a straight jacket and like a dolly? Or was that, oh. the, there was a dog one like that. Like, there, yeah, like street sharks, gargoyles, dinosaur, and a dog And version. a dog was and in. And the dog yeah. was in a mutt like like mouth brace muzzle yeah and, and like a straight, a straight jacket, jacket yeah and like a dolly is it that or is it the, the dinosaur what that, one what is that roger rabbit no are you sure there was of uh, the the mafia weasels yeah the one of them was in a straight jacket at in the, the mafia yeah the what were it those? was a crazy one in roger rabbit yeah that's what i'm thinking um there was we did we did a little sketch when we were younger this is silly when um, my brother had a digital camera first so like we started to like make little videos and stuff and we did a sketch of a spoof off of zoom if you remember what zoom was um it was just like a children's tv show uh variety type thing so we did like a spoof off the introduction to zoom and we had a few neighbor kids and i remember my character that my brother wrote for me <laughs> trying to try to think about this completely different what is zoom again zoom was a tv show from the 80s and then they no 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 no. it's nothing comic book anything like that it was a tv show from the 80s and then they brought it back in like the 90s and stuff like that um it was just like a kids variety show sketch things you learn you did crafts or whatever it was just a show anyway they had a introduction where all the kids would show up and say i'm i i can't i'm i can't remember any of the things but they said i'm freddy and i like Mm -hmm. spaghetti things like that and we had that and we would go down the line. And my character was the crazy kid. So we put me in a white zip-up hoodie, tied the arms back to make it look like a straitjacket, and buckled me to a two-wheeler dolly. And we went down the line and everybody introduced yourselves and it got to me. 
and I had no words. It was just like, like crazy noises and stuff like that. So there was that imagery of having someone in a straitjacket uh, strapped to like a dolly and stuff like that. And this that happens was, in the show? No, this There's, doesn't happen in the show. This was our parody of Zoom when we were like 10 years old that we would do. Um, anyway, and the, neither here nor there. The thing I like about this minute, getting back to Suicide Squad, is that Rick Flag isn't angry. He's not a mean guy. Who? He likes. He's. I. He. I think he likes working with this group of people now, because he's talking. I mean, at least he likes Deadshot. Deadshot gives him the whole thing. Hey, that's your lady. You gotta go take care of her. Very misogynistic, and I'm not about it. Smack her on the ass and tell her to cut it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, comedy, cool, great, but uh, you know, Will Smith comedy. Uh, even better, cool. Rick Flag's line is, I do not think that'd be wise. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that he's not like, are you crazy, man? Can't do that. We gotta be tactical. No, it's like, hmm, nah, no, I can't. That's he's He is scared shitless just like everybody else in this moment. And you can see it. And I like it. He's out of his element. He's realizing that so many things are hitting Rick Flag right now. That's June Moon. I love her, but that's also the witch. I got to kill her. I got this squad that's also has to kill her. What am I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Oh, crap. There's a bomb underneath us still. Yeah, I think I think what works so well um, in this minute is that they are playing these static comic characters. And, and, and not saying that they always have to be static. No, absolutely not. Please don't do that. But in the moment when you have the dynamic and they got to act like a like a um like an ensemble on film mm-hmm. um and and it's they do this with um justice league and and the avengers and stuff like that when they have to cross over all the characters it is now time for those characters to be static and and to do that do the things that each one of them can bring to the table mm-hmm. um this is that because you have Deadshot's character who's established the way he is because of Will Smith, where he is like, you need to go in there, you need to handle this shit. And and Rick Flagg's character needs to be like, that does not compute. I am a strategist. And it, it's kind of like that Star Trek thing where they're like, that, I would not advise that. And then you have Harley Quinn who's like, I'm off my meds. This looks all looks all trippy to me. Mm-hmm. It's those, there's a time and place where you gotta be like, this, you gotta be static. You can't, you can't sound like, not every character can sound like David Ayer because then it becomes too obvious where they go, all right, we're going to be tactical in this situation. And it's like, nope, don't do that. Just make the character static for, for just this moment. Um, I think it's all working because if the characters are static, what's dynamic is the background that's happening. And that's the weapon that's being you know, used or built or whatever. It's Enchantress doing her dance. It's the giant guards that are there. And it's the idea that Rick Flagg has to draw out Incubus, the big guy. So well, that's the dynamic part. That's well. It's also that's the whole point of the ensemble things is that the the Suicide Squad has to be the character, and so they are just the many faces of one character, and so that's why you have those static characters together. The ensemble film it makes up the Suicide makes Squad. The dynamic, mm-hmm. like they are one dynamic. Um, and it's because they are the many faces of it. So that that's the that's how it works. That's how it works when you see um, um, like the Avengers and and like the Justice League is when you see them in their static forms. You go, 
okay, but that's because the whole team is dynamic because of that and because it all plays well. That's when you get like Batman being like in the rafters, paranoid Batman, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like JLA. Batman. I know exactly the panel that you're talking about. That's <laughs> yeah. it's still amazing. <laughs> I, I think about it all the time. Where it's like that's just as that like Batman. When you're just like, yo, that was what was that? 1994. Yeah, I that think? was the. That's not the Fatal Five, but that it's it's the um. The no, hero- it was when he was uh fighting uh Prometheus. Wasn't it, wasn't it like Justice League of the Future showed up, but they were all mind controlling? No, it was it was just Prometheus that uh got onto the Watchtower and just started like killing everybody with his little god gun that he had. Shot Kyle Rayner, right? Oh no, he shot Wally. Oh man, hey, he shot no, both of them, no, but he no, shot no, Wally. Wasn't that? Yeah, I that was, was the same run. I that was, was the same a, book. And that was the one where Superman was like, um they're emitting a mind control uh radio wave at at this at this wavelength and only i can detect it because i've i've recognized that something was not right with the earth and it's like the waves that were hitting no, it. I th- it's the same book there, but there was i like don't a, think like there was a hum that he was recognizing yeah. and he was like this is mind control mm-hmm. and batman was in the rafters for some reason going yeah. <laughs> it's time to exact justice and it was like that's that's Justice League Batman. That's yeah. like, what are you doing up there, you crazy wacko? Mm-hmm. This guy dresses up in a bat costume and, and like, hides on a spaceship. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and spends all his money fighting crime by dressing up like a bat. Like that's Justice League Batman. But then when you get into Detective Comics or Batman's solo run, that's when you go, you know, my parents died in the gutters yeah. and and stuff like. And you're starting to get into like Ben Affleck Batman. And you're starting to get in philosophy Batman. Yeah, philosophy yeah. Batman. And he goes, "I'm not crazy. The world is crazy." Mm-hmm. And and that's what that is. So there's a time and place to be static, and then there's a time to play time and place for the each individual character to be dynamic. Um, and I think um, that is the missed opportunity from all the minutes that we've been watching of Suicide until now, where it seems like. Okay, now is a good time for them to be static, and um, yeah, this is it. We're getting into it. We're getting to the good stuff. Like yeah. this has all been good stuff ever since we got to the bar scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, I mean so uh, the only thing I want to say, and I will probably get into it more next week, and I think it's a little bit more explained. Greek flags. Uh, plan is to draw out Incubus, and so that the people underground can blow it up. Me hearing that, that's like self-sacrifice uh, Rick Flag. He's got to like get him out there so that he can blow him up so he's got to like be in his face. It's not like draw him out to the specific X that I marked on the ground 100 meters mm-hmm. away while I'm going to go hide behind the pillar. Yeah. It's like a... You gotta am, go am I to, correct? Yeah. You got to go to where your ex lives and then you got to fight her brother mm. and you got to win her back. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. This is Jerry Springer. Or who's the other guy? Steve Wilkos. Yeah. <laughs> This is that show. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Rick Flagg's got to go in there and beat up Incubus. Uh, Maury Povich is another one. He was Him and Jerry were on the same mm-hmm. thing. But then mm-hmm. Steve Wilco was Jerry Springer's bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Then he got his own show. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure someone else does a podcast that talks all about that. You know, tickets to the Jerry Springer show is free, right? You just got to drive there or get there. It's like you can just put your email in and they're like, hey, we got a taping this weekend. You want to come down? Yep. <laughs> no thanks um we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for this week if you enjoyed everything you heard you can find us on all social media at dceu minute and the facebook group the dc cinematic minute listener society where you could join us to talk about today's minute or if you're catching up on man of steel minute or dawn of justice minute and we'll catch you guys monday for minute 106 of suicide squad